Hey everybody, welcome to another Tidbit Tuesday. This is Pastor Alex. Um, subbing in for Angela again, though it may be me more than her on these. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm going to go ahead and use the stories, though, and the, the scriptures that, that that God puts on her heart. And then i um, just going to believe God that He's going to bring something good out of it for you guys. First uh, Samuel 24, 1-22 is the scripture she... Um, she heard about and uh it's it's basically a story it's it's not super long so please bear with me but here goes when saul returned from following the philistines he was told behold david is in the wilderness of engedi then saul took three thousand chosen men out of all israel and went to seek david and his men in front of the wild goats as rocks and he came to the sheepfolds by the way where saul was it by the way where there was a cave and Saul went in to relieve himself sorry about the background noise guys I'm uh, not in the most best circumstances but I didn't want to uh, miss another Tuesday um, so Saul went into the cave to relieve himself now David and his men were sitting in the innermost parts of the cave and the men of David said to him here is the day of which the Lord said to you behold I will give your enemy into your hand and you shall do to him as it shall seem good to you. Now here, I just wanted to take a small break and just say I think these guys were meaning well when they said this to him. And um, and I think a lot of times, uh, people who mean well um, want to convince us that we should be reading the tea leaves, as it were, or <laughs> circumstances to figure out what God wants to say to us. But God is your Father and He wants to speak to you directly. He doesn't have to use circumstances to speak to you because he said that his sheep hear his voice and they recognize him and they won't follow a stranger, the stranger. So uh, you don't have to try to read circumstances or figure things out from what's happening or God's trying to tell you something through bad things or um, even good things. Like in this case, it was a good thing. It looks like a good thing, like your enemies in your hands, but... Um, that it's not God's will for him to put his hand out against the Lord's anointed, as we'll see here as we go further on. At least that's David's belief, and I agree with him. So after they um, told him that your enemy is in your hands, do what him do to him what seems good to you. Then David arose and stealthily cut off a corner of Saul's robe, and after afterward David's heart struck him because he had cut off a corner of Saul's robe. So he felt guilty when he just cut off a corner of his robe. He said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do this thing to my Lord, the Lord's anointed, to put out my hand against him, seeing he is the Lord's anointed. So David persuaded his men with these words and did not permit them to attack Saul. And Saul rose up and left the cave and went on his way. Afterward, David also arose and went out of the cave and called after Saul, My Lord the king. And when Saul looked behind him, David bowed his face with his face to the earth and paid him homage. And David said to Saul, Why do you listen to the, men, the words of men who say, Behold, David seeks you harm, seeks your harm. <clears throat> Behold, this day your eyes have seen how the Lord gave you today into my hand in the cave. And some told me to kill you, but I spared you. I said, I will not put out my hand against my Lord, for he is the Lord's anointed. See my father, see the corner of your robe in my hand. 
for by the fact that I cut off the corner of your robe and did not kill you, you may know and see that there is no wrong or treason in my hands. I have not sinned against you, though you hunt my life to take it. May the Lord judge between me and you. May the Lord avenge me against you. But my hand shall not be against you. As the proverb of the ancient says, Out of the wicked comes wickedness, but my hand shall not be against you. After whom has the king of Israel come out? After whom do you pursue? After a dead dog, after a flea. May the Lord therefore be judge and give sentence between me and you and see to it and plead my case, my cause, and deliver me from your hand. As soon as David had finished speaking these words to Saul, Saul said, Is this your voice, my son David? And Saul lifted up his voice and wept. He said to David, You are more righteous than I, for you have repaid me good, whereas I have repaid you evil. And you have declared this day how you have dealt with me, and that you did not kill me when the Lord put me into your hands. Now a couple of things I wanted to mention here in this little spot here was that David wasn't... First of all, David had already been told by the Lord that he was going to be king. And Saul was in his place still. He had been told a long time ago and Saul was still in his place. But even though he had been told where he was going to be and somebody else was in the place he was supposed to occupy, it wasn't fitting for him to take that place himself. Sometimes it seems like God has told you you're somewhere, you're supposed to be somewhere, but somebody else is sitting on your throne. <laughs> it's not time to kill them. <laughs> and I know that's, you know, hopefully not what you had in mind, but just in case. Now, uh, the other thing I wanted to say here is that it gives me encouragement that David did get what he was promised, but he didn't always... Um, speak according to what what was coming to him because here he called himself a dead dog and a flea when he was really the king um maybe the king in waiting however you want to put that but he was the king as far as god was concerned and that's the concern that matters most um, um i'm not sure where i last read from as i go back to the scripture i'm going to just start where i think and if we get a if we go over it again it's God's word, so it'll do good. Um, and Saul lifted up his voice and wept. He said to David, You are more righteous than I, for you have repaid me good, whereas I have repaid you evil. And you have declared this day how you have dealt with well with me, and that you did not kill me when the Lord put me into your hands. For if a man finds his enemy, will he let him go away safe? <clears throat> so may the Lord reward you with good for what you have done to me this day. And now behold, I know that you shall surely be king. Now here he's talking more with more faith about David's uh, promise than David was speaking. And that the kingdom of Israel shall be established in your hand. Swear to me therefore by the Lord that you will not cut off my offspring after me and that you will not destroy my name out of my father's house. And David swore this to Saul. Then Saul went home, but David and his men went up to the stronghold. So... Um, I think um, that I broke it up enough with with what I, what I believe God was putting on my heart. Um, the uh, main thing I think I, I wanted to get across too that um, 
is that we're family in the body of Christ and if um, and all of us are anointed the Old Testament says that you should not touch the Lord's anointed or do his prophets harm but every single one of your brothers and sisters are anointed there shouldn't be any backbiting within the church within the Christians within the body of Christ um, there shouldn't be any uh, any of that stuff because this is your brother or your sister and if God has spoken to you and given you a place then you trust him to bring it about you don't have to bring it about with your own hands but you can trust his hands which are far more capable than yours and when you get there if you feel like you've been robbed he says that whatever the enemy has taken for you he will repay to you um, and I'm not sure by how much um, somebody will may listen to this and, and correct me with like sevenfold or something like that whatever the enemy wants to take away from you he's gonna he's gonna re repay you so you don't have to feel like oh I missed out on this or I missed out on that or you don't have to be always grabbing um, pushing shoving you can trust in the Lord and he will give you he's the one who promotes as the Bible says the Lord gives promotion so uh, you can rest this is something that Paul talks about a lot and I think it's for all of us in every part of Christian walk, if you're trusting God for something, you can rest. If you're, um, if you need healing, prosperity, whatever it is, you can rest in the Lord's provision that He's provided for you. And when we say that again, I, I said it last week, but or two weeks ago, that that rest means expectantly look to the Lord God, where who, who's given it to you, who's provided it for you already, actually, um, whether you see it yet or not. Um, I hope that this time blessed you and helped you. I love you. And I just want you to remember that you have every good thing in Christ Jesus and you're lacking in nothing. When anything else tells you differently, circumstances or the voice of the enemy or the voice of people, just keep confessing the truth of God's word that you're his child and you lack in no good thing. Till next time.